And welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed music therapist, as well as a mother, wife, daughter, a sister, friend, and founder of Music for Life. And Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. With a favorite composer, Ludwig von Beethoven's quote, which is, music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? We plug you into yourself differently with music at the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We support you harnessing the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle, connecting you to the life of your spirit, to the life of your senses. I am delighted that you have joined me as we explore together this month's theme of gratitude, honoring this week of Thanksgiving. Our guest today is Marquita Pierre McAllister, keynote speaker and the spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living, Southern Nevada, the spiritual partner with Music for Life. Welcome, Marquita, to Music for Life Radio. Well, thank you, Judith. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. I look forward to your favorite holiday. I understand that even more than Christmas or the holiday season, that you love Thanksgiving. Why is that? There's quite a few reasons, actually. It is absolutely my favorite holiday. First and foremost, uh, you know, because when I was a little girl and even still, I love the food of Thanksgiving. But as I grew, you know, I heard as a little girl the story of Thanksgiving as far as the pilgrims and all of that. But as I began to grow into an adult and understand spiritual awareness and how life works, I realized that Thanksgiving is really about being very, very grateful for all that you have, and there's so much that comes out of that. So as I started playing with it, I realized I love Thanksgiving. I love the family part. I love being grateful because the grateful gives me more things to be grateful. It is my favorite holiday for many, many reasons. Wow. So it's appropriate that we have you on the show two days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I love being here. It makes sense to yeah. me. It's my favorite. So, yeah, I'd love to share that with you. you so um, last week we started looking at gratitude guidelines, and there were four bullet points, and we were able to get through two of them last week which was looking at the difference between gratitude and manipulation and how manipulation can prevent you from receiving more with less effort. So our listeners can go back to last week's episode talking with Sunny Tice, a licensed clinical social worker, about those two topics. What I wanted to explore more with you was ways that we can dissolve pain that are actually a associated with lack or the thinking of not having enough. Any clues and tips for our listeners, Marquita, about how to dissolve that pain associated with lack? Absolutely. You know, the reason we have pain through this idea of lack is really because of the way we're thinking. It is when we think about things that are uh, thoughts of lack, what we don't have, that causes the brain then connects to a feeling and emotion, which then causes heartache and pain, right? And so 
all we if we would just understand to flip the switch into looking at what we do have and being grateful for what we do have, the next thing you notice is that your feelings and emotions change and you're feeling better about yourself, then that strengthens the physiology, it strengthens the mind and the emotions, and the next thing you know, you're making decisions based on your feeling good, which then usually produces more and more good versus the opposite. So it really starts with how you're thinking, because if you start thinking thoughts of lack and how much you're in pain about this or about that, it's a spiral, and it, it, that tends to expand. But if you start with the idea of being grateful for what you do have and notice and start really looking at all the wonderful things you do have and being grateful, that also spirals and expands. The next thing you know, you're feeling better. You make clear, better decisions. The next thing you know, you're becoming more successful. The next thing you know, you have more abundance and the lack is not an issue. And the pain dissolves because you're happy. You've got those good endorphins going on. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because the the next bullet point was actually launching into what you ended up with, which is that giving always returns more to you than you could ever imagine. And what they did is they included an extra word in that, and they said how genuine giving. Mm-hmm. So you have to be authentic. You have to be centered. You have to be doing it without thought of manipulation or a, a hidden agenda, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think what people forget, and this happens also at Christmas, we give to get. As long as you're giving to get, um, that creates a, like almost a linear line, like nothing else is going to happen. But when you give from your heart, you'll notice, because everybody is wonderful within and of themselves, and so when you give from that space, it's like opens up this portal, and you're like telling the universe, give me more, even though that's not what your intention is. The intention is just to give from your heart genuinely and not to get anything but to let the good that you are to let it flow through and then it's like you just told the universe give me more without ever saying it or even thinking it and you get more things to be grateful for it's really magical how it works (laughs) it's wonderful yeah so you shared with me a testimonial that a woman actually stood up in the center um, a couple Sundays ago to share with this whole month's theme of gratitude. And I think that her whole story so shocked um, most people that it was like a miracle that she was even standing and and being in the same room with everyone. Um, So for our listeners, I want you to, you know, when you hear a story that is so possibly worse than your own and has a good ending to it, you're like, wow, you know, that person can do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Right, right. With that, right? Right, so right. Off, yeah, so she starts off with her story saying, I was addicted to drugs for 28 years of my life from age 13 to 41, where wow. she spent her life in shackles of the worst kind, the ones that you don't see from the outside. And then she goes on to say some really horrible things about her life with wanting to kill herself at the tender age of eight because her parents were divorcing. And we can never underestimate the powerful negative effect that it has on children 
when right. uh, divorce or any other trauma occurs at that age, they implode, and sometimes you don't see it and you don't know how bad it is. So then well, she, she said she that bad she, it was. she wasn't aware of what was going on in her life for five years. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. have any clue what happened. And then she started um, becoming aware because there was um, sexual abuse that started. And rather than going into the story about all of that, it started. It immediately was connected to drugs, which she started yep. using to numb her feelings that were coming from the trauma. And it just seems like, you know, one trauma led to another trauma, led to more drugs, led to, you know, more and more and more and more bad relationships, um, good relationships that immediately went bad. I mean, it just it got to the point where she was um, caught in a severe beating where her right. face was fractured, um, 12 of the 16 teeth on the upper part of her uh, arch was um, were broken. Uh, yes. She had problems with both breasts, with um, implants ruptured. I mean, it was just it was horrible to the point where the person that um, beat her did go to prison, and she was referred to an agency called Victims of Crimes to help her with surgeries and procedures, but the challenge was that she was still numbing her feelings with drugs, and she was so overwhelmed with everything and the pain and all of that that she couldn't even get the paperwork done because, you know, she just saw too many blocks in her way. So then Mm -hmm. she started um, getting clean and really focusing on the 12-step program, and then she bumped into you and the Center for Spiritual Living, yeah, <laughs> and she just really hung on every word that you said, and she started to believe that she could achieve things, that she was beautiful, that she is the essence of God, that she deserves to be happy, so that she started her quest again for the doctors that could help her restore her smile that was broken and do the breast reconstruction that she required and to push through that fear. So she was able to get past the first dentist that, nope, not going to do it, and heard your message about gratitude and forgiveness. And she said in her testimonial written down that she went home that day with a great sense of hope and feeling like she found the answer and that all she needed to do, all she needed to do, sometimes it's not that easy, all she needed to do was switch her worry and fear and doubt into gratitude. And she says that she woke up the very next morning, meditated, focused all her thoughts on gratitude for everything that she was looking to the future for and focused on forgiveness for everyone, including herself, who had ever hurt her. And she did it again just the next day. And on the third day is when she got the call to tell her that she was approved for a $20,000 dental treatment plan. That was supposed to have happened last week. I mean, this is really current stuff that we're talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so that's her first miracle. And, again, giving you the credit because it was your message on gratitude and forgiveness that taught her how to make the shift 
from negative to positive, from worry to gratitude. So that's what's so important because you'll hear from people, yeah, all you got to do is just think about it, right? And it'll happen. But there was something in what you said that gave her the how-to that she felt comfortable in following through on. Do you remember what that how-to part was? It's Yeah, some of it, but there's a few things in this whole piece. One is that people do tend to carry around a lot of fear and worry and doubt, and people do not understand who they are. They do not see themselves as beautiful or the essence of God or anything like that. They, and so there's a, a sense of hopelessness and a sense of I, I can't turn my life around. And so part of that message was to, one, understand you are not hopeless. You can turn your life around, and all you need is a few little tools, and one of them is you've got to shift your thinking <laughs> from fear, doubt, and worry to gratitude. You know, people say, oh, i got to think about what I want. No, if you'll just be grateful for what you have already, be thankful. And then the major piece, the other major piece she did that I talked about on that Sunday was Learn to forgive because when you don't forgive, you're hurting yourself. You hurt yourself, not the other person. You, when, um, non-forgiveness is saying I'm taking it out on me because the other person usually is gone. It's happened like years ago or months ago. They're not even thinking about you. You're the one who's constantly doing through your thinking, turning it over and over again, which then produces more fear, worry, doubt, and the like. So she took all of that. And so some of the things were, number one, Change all of your thinking to what you're grateful for. Thanksgiving is coming up. Think about all the things you're grateful for and don't stop thinking about Thinking about it, constantly thinking about it, being grateful for it. And then I also said on that, I remember very clearly on that message, be grateful for what you're going to receive this coming year. You've got to keep all of your focus on the good of what you want in your life. So you're grateful for what you have, and then you get to be grateful for what you know is going to come this coming year. There are so many things that we already know is going to happen our way, and we just take stuff for granted. We don't realize that that's something to be grateful for. And so she did that. She decided to stop worrying about the stuff, and she that morning woke up and started writing the things that she was grateful for and writing the fact, the things that she's going to be grateful for Somehow this miracle is going to happen. She could be grateful for what I do want to happen. And that energy alone opens up all portals, and now you've basically told the universe, this is going to happen now because I'm giving thanks for it. It's happening. It's in my life. I'm ready to receive it now. And so then, yes, things where the universe can move and start shifting. The next thing you know, three days later, only a few days, you know, the doors open. Because she had completely moved her entire energy and her thinking into I am grateful. Really important. It's an amazing process. And so she says, I am a sponsor today. I help other women who have been assaulted, who are addicted and in recovery. And she's willing to share her experience and her message with everyone being very grateful to you, Marquita. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's just beautiful. And she's, like she said, she's kind of new to our center. Um, and so her first few weeks, and it started. <laughs> it already started. Yeah. And we do, get, we do get to hear that a lot in our center, how the, our, we're changing people's lives. Um, and it's, it's, right. it's, uh, it's they, they're getting tools at our center, the tools of what do I do, though, to make my life better. And that's, what they, that's one of the things they get at the center is the how-to. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so this whole thing about gratitude, um, you know, I went to to the Internet to find out what possibilities might be out there for us to explore and noticed that Oprah, of course, had um, done a check-in with several singers to find out what their favorite songs were. And interestingly enough, it wasn't their songs. It was somebody else's song that they picked. Mm. So we're going to kind of walk through these songs for our listeners, which are available on the musicforlifeblog.com, uh, which is linked from this uh, blogtalkradio.com webpage. And so we've got six different songs here, and I will have to say that um, I used a couple of them uh, this weekend in one of my group sessions, and it worked really, really well in doing a sequence. So I'm going to help our audience with picking out the music um, and talking about them differently so that they can make determinations about what might work best for them in their own situation. So the first mm-hmm. song is by Elton John, and it's called Someone Saved My Life Tonight. And interestingly, this song... Uh, comes from his experience of deciding at the last moment that he was not going to get married to this person. And someone actually came in and saved him from getting married so that his career could stay on its trajectory and it could have been something else if if he had uh, not paid attention. And so this song is all about how someone saved him and being very grateful. That's for right. a huge situation that he was uncomfortable with but felt obligated to. Well, so for our listeners, you can look at that song and listen to it. Um, it's it's actually kind of a soothing, energizing song, um, talking about, you know, being grateful for somebody coming in and saving him that night from making a, a decision that it was supposed to have been made in love um, but would have turned out probably differently for him if he had followed through with it. So mm. That's interesting. That right, a different way of Absolutely. looking at being grateful to somebody that sees more than you see for yourself. Absolutely, and as a matter of fact, it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, this last Sunday, we kind of talked about being grateful, looking at your friends or whoever it is, your loved one. And, and recognizing not only are you grateful for them and all the things you're grateful for, but how are they grateful for you? How are you showing up? Because someone saved his life, but the truth is we all have the ability to save another person's life as long as we see them in their best and to be grateful for that. You know, grateful for the person oh, yes. sitting across from you, that you're grateful, but also grateful for how you're showing up in their life. Gratitude is yes. not just a one-way street. It's two ways. You know, and, and like uh, uh, the lady who the, the, the person, the testimonial, you know, she also uh, got to look at not only was she grateful maybe for me and stuff, but also she also got to look at how taking it and actually working the things, now she is looking at herself differently. Being yes. grateful for her, yes. And see, gratitude is there's so much to gratitude, so much to gratitude. So, yeah, there's, there's uh, And I love, I love music because music, so many times if you're listening to the music, you'll hear people being grateful. Like you've got, you know, what, mm-hmm. six or seven on the, on the blog uh, website, and you'll hear it. If when you listen to music, it's there. And that's the kind of music we want to listen to. That's the kind of music that uplifts us, inspires us, and reminds us how great we are, just like the person singing the song. Yeah. Well, this next song is by Kate Bush called This Woman's Work. And it's it describes a woman's struggle in a really beautiful and delicate way. 
being thankful for all the sacrifices that women make every day. So it's a real low-key, slow, insightful song that really has you going deeper into what that message is all about. Interesting, huh? Nice. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one that I actually used in, in session is this next one by Bob Dylan, Shelter from the Storm. And it's it's really about being thankful for all the protection that you might feel from the community and the camaraderie that it might inspire. Because it'll describe through several many verses about some some sorrowful situations that might have occurred and how someone came in and invited you into the shelter from the storm. And so it was always reaffirming that even though this can happen, you can find that shelter from the storm and be invited into it. So it was a real interesting process for clients to go through in being able to identify that, oh, yeah, there's my life right there and those two lines uh-huh. that happening and and feeling like the the treatment place um, they're in is, is their shelter, it, you know, yeah. and feel that. And then moving yeah. into, um, well, actually, it's not on this list, but what I remember, what I played right after that was a song by Karen Drucker called I Am Remembering Who You Are. And yeah. um, I, I decided that I would play live violin on top of the recording because it's very repetitive. And um, so I did just an obligato improvised violin line with it. And I think that because the song is so long, it's like nine or ten minutes long, um, it helps the uh, client to actually go deeper from what they reported, uh, having um, a kind of more of a melody line that was flowing through the piece that was so repetitive to help them go even deeper into remembering who they are. So imagine being able to identify all the some of the negative stuff that's been happening, realizing that you've been placed into a shelter away from the storm, um, wherever that mm-hmm. might be. It could be in your own mind. It doesn't have to be, you know, a different place. Um, and then sinking into uh, remembering who you really are about. What What is that like for me as I go deeper inside of myself? And then what I have them do is go to the next um, song of Thank You for Sending Me an Angel by Talking Heads, which is an anthem mm-hmm. for people trying to go their own way and looking for like minds. Um, and I find that the Center for Spiritual Living, for me, over these last 25 years that I've been involved with this community, has the like-mindedness with me because we study the same philosophy that uh, really goes deeper into how the matrix of God works and how that higher power or spirit or whatever you want to call it, how it is more active in your life because you're connected to it and understand the law about how life works when you understand how to work the law. Right, right. And when you have a community that is of like mind, then you end up uplifting and inspiring each other and you end up being successful together. You know, everybody then rises another level and another level. And so they actually, without even intending to, kind of give you the nudge to keep going in a successful route. 
um, versus being with people who are not of like mind and they're talking negative things and they're doing negative things, and that pulls you away from the essence of who you really are, remembering who you are, and then pulls you away from what you're supposed to be doing on the planet. And what you do on the planet is the very thing that would make you the happiest. So it's really important to be in community um, and be with people of like mind so that you continue on your road of positive, progressive life. Yeah? Yes, and then Al Green has this song called God is Standing By that Oprah had recommended where um, the singer acknowledged that God wants the best for us, that when things don't go as we hope, it's because the universe knows better and has other plans, which is humbling, and that's where gratitude starts with humility. Interesting perspective. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Humility versus manipulation or ego. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the last song was Time After Time by Chuck and Patty. Being thankful for everybody you've ever loved and everybody who has ever loved you. Time yeah. After Time. Very uplifting, happy song. Yeah. Excellent. So for for listeners who are um, looking at the music, going to the YouTube links and listening to them, and going, yeah, that's all nice and good, but you know, there's still this beast inside of me that I just can't get rid of to put me into that place of feeling grateful about anything. And that's where we have a music medicine pill special for you at Music for Life. So no matter where you are in the country, um, we can help you. And so just. Uh, go on to our Music for Life website. Uh, it's music, the number four, life.us, and you can connect with us directly there requesting this music medicine pill. And there's a special price on it um, this month that you can inquire about if you're having trouble with dissolving that beast within. So, Marquita, we're looking at a few minutes that we can you believe our show is almost over. Oh, it's fast, really fast. <laughs> it goes by fast. So, it's kind of like our services, then, you know, our services go by fast. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as as we look at just the few minutes that we have left here, um, is there anything else that you wanted to impress our listeners with in this wonderful Thanksgiving week? Um, I think the main thing, and they've certainly, Oprah's talked about it, everybody talks about it, you know, you wake up, to wake up. And get your mind used to waking up in gratitude. So as soon as you wake up, you'll notice your thinking. I mean, as soon as you wake up, you start thinking. So do it consciously and you start to be grateful as soon as you wake up. And before you go to bed, do some gratitude work before you go to bed. And this Thanksgiving, do a couple of things with your, when you're with your family and your friends. Just take a moment to be quiet and watching them roam around the kitchen and eating and all of that and be grateful silently to each of them, and then think about how are they grateful for you? Have you shown up in a way that they can be grateful that you're in their life as you are grateful that they're in yours? And with that, I will be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's definitely a two-way street. And, um, you know, some of that requires advanced planning, you know. Uh, Letting people know in advance, you know, that this is um, how you would like to treat them and how you would like to be treated. And it's a it's a wonderful energy of going around. And so if you're finding that that energy has stopped anywhere, 
just look at yourself and notice what is going on within and what have you maybe not been putting out there so that it easily comes back to you in that wonderful cycle of giving and receiving. So thank you so much, Marquita, for sharing valuable time and wisdom with us on Music for Life Radio tonight. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Judith, and and I love do, love sharing. I'm. It's always about changing and upgrading and in, inspiring people's lives. It's always about that. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You've been listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton and guest Marquita Pierre McAllister with the Center for Spiritual Living in Southern Nevada, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. To connect with us before the next show, go to our website at www.musicforlife.us for more information. It is my sincere mission to have inspired you with life skills featuring music, medicine for healthy lifestyles. And until we meet again, notice how you practice healing your mind, body, and spirit with the power of music in your life now.